Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And I'm here in my office today with Connie Sokol. Connie, say hello. Hello. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. I'm thrilled to have you here with me on the show today. I've known you for a number of years. Yes. And we kind of lead these parallel lives. Yes, kind of pinballing when we see each other. Hello, yes, see ya. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you've been you've been doing some things to inspire and motivate and encourage people to live on purpose. And that's why you get to be on this show today. <laughs> that's right. And I love your introduction. That's right. Show up for your life. That is the first step. That's right. Who else is gonna run your life if you don't? That's right. And Connie, you're an author, you're a speaker and presenter. Uh, you're doing some fantabulous things out there. (laughs) And I was just introduced just a week or two ago to your new book. It's not yet released. It will be, yeah. We'll be talking about that a little bit more as we get into the show. I've gotten into it a little bit, and I got a sense that that you're on a mission here. Mm. You're trying to accomplish something in the lives of people, and particularly women with this book, but the principles apply to everyone. Absolutely, across the board. My husband even uses these principles. But yes, I am mostly, um, in my speaking, I mostly focus on women because women truly need a cheerleader. Because if women are cheerleaders, then they'll turn around and cheerlead their husbands and their their Mm -hmm. children more fully. That's just what they'll do. But they get so drained and they get so kind of lost, overwhelmed, feeling like I've got to be doing all these things, but not feeling like they're doing that very well. And then their self-esteem starts to go and then their families don't realize how they're feeling. And then it just leads one thing to another and it doesn't have Mm. to be that way. And if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. If dad ain't happy, ain't nobody care because (laughs) you know that the mom is going to be the one slamming the cabinets if she's upset and nobody knows why, you know, or she's sucking down a cheesecake and she doesn't know why. And Mm -hmm. that's what we have to address is say, look, this can be different and you can do this differently. You can feel happy. You can feel joy. It just takes a little tweaking not this huge overhaul, just a Mm. little tweaking. And that's the overwhelming part. Sometimes they feel that, oh my heavens, my life is a mess. Yes. It's nothing like I pictured it. Yes. And there's nothing I can do. That's right. And they look, they get to a point in their lives, most women do, and they stop and say, wow, all these unrealized expectations. And it makes them feel depressed. And they think that it will never change. But that is not true. Because that's exactly the point where we can stop and say, which area do I want to focus on first? And that's mainly why I did the book. I did Life Change, a program for women and families for about 10 years. And Mm. then I took all of that learning, and that's what I've distilled into this book. And I just distilled it down to eight key areas. And that to me is more enjoyable and more it's, I'm able to focus and say, Oh, okay. These eight key areas, if I can get these tidied up just to 80%, not even thinking about a hundred percent, don't even go there. We're not trying to shred it. We're not trying to be mm. overkill. We're just trying to tidy it up. And if you can do that, you take those eight areas, you say, which one do I want to do first? But you're right. Women usually, when I'm talking to them, when I'm speaking to them, I'll say, you know, who wants to work on whichever area? And they say, Mm -hmm. all of them, you know, raise their hand. And I think, no, 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 no. We all feel that way. 
but you can choose one. And then this wonderful thing happens when you start focusing a few key, simple principles on one area. It's what I call the domino effect Mm -hmm. and it dominoes to the next and to the next. And you don't have to write a goal for every area. Things start to naturally change and then your perspective changes and you really have truly transformed your way of looking at life. And that's what's so amazing. Suddenly you take pleasure in the simple things. Suddenly you're able to walk into a room and not compare yourself to another person and say, Oh, she's a size two. I don't want to talk to her. Mm -hmm. You know, you, Mm -hmm. you start looking at life differently and feeling more of the joy experiencing the joy for what you can do and what you have done and not focusing so much on all of that pile of stuff that's right that you haven't done that's right and women are so good at that they will they will be amazing they'll they could put people under the table with what they do every single day and yet at the end of the day Mm. they still feel it's not done it's not completed i have still so far to go yes Mm -hmm. and unfortunately you know the, the people in their lives that should probably be giving them more support, don't understand their need for verbal appreciation, their mm-hmm. need for that praise. Mm-hmm. And thank you for putting dinner on the table. Thanks for doing the clean clothes. We just got back from a vacation for a week. We came oh. home and we had washed clothes, but we had been at the beach. So they still had kind of that beach smell, but it was, you know, we had washed them and cleaned them. Mm-hmm. So I had clothes laying out all over our bedroom to dry, you know, air out. Right. And my sweet husband came home last night. He said, wow, you did great with the clothes, hun. They're, they're all gone. Oh, you've had- trained him. You have no idea what that means to a woman. Yes. And he, years ago, seven years ago, he would never have thought to say something about that. But uh-huh. for me, that was a coin in my emotional bank account. And that was important. So it's these kinds of things of helping women to be aware. They end up turning around and making their family aware in positive ways, not the sarcasm, not the slamming of the cabinets, but in positive ways that actually creates that wheel, that flywheel of change. Right. And things start to actually be different. And I can tell you that is really true. That it certainly is. I've, you know what? I had an interesting experience just in the last week or two. My wife and I have been looking toward cleaning out the junk room. <laughs> the dreaded. Se- you know, the one down in the basement <laughs> the where abyss. everything gets. And we've lived in our current home now for, what, 17 years oh, or wow. something like That's that. Probably so a lot of stuff. we've accumulated some stuff, yes. right? And most of this stuff, I put it on a shelf and I'm thinking, That's. That's good. I'm going to want that someday. And, That's right. and then I don't touch it for 15 years. Well, this is the room that we're taking on. Wow. And it's so overwhelming. Yes. To look at it. But you know what? We just decided, you know what? We're going to go do an hour. And we're just going to tidy some things up. Good for you. I, I like that concept that you brought up. Just tidy it up a little bit. And you know what? It felt so good to just do that little bit. And we didn't yes. clean the whole thing. And eventually we will. Yes. But this little little bits and pieces. So what I'm getting from you, Connie, is that it doesn't matter where you are in your life. It doesn't matter how big of a mess you're looking at. That's right. There's something you can do and something you can start on now that's going to bring some relief, some satisfaction, and get that momentum started. You mentioned the flywheel. That's right. And it's that, I call them chewable chunks. It's taking something Mm. and saying, I'm going to do one goal towards that this week, just like you did with that spare room. You Mm -hmm. take a chewable chunk, you say, we're going to take this section right here and we're going to clean this out. 
And it's, you know, Mm -hmm. organization, as you know, it's two parts. There's the declutter and then there's the organizing process. So you've got the cleaning out what doesn't belong and then putting a system in place so that it doesn't get that way again. And so it's great to go through a thing and say, okay, I, a half an hour, we have a half an hour. Let's go through and declutter this section right here. Just chip what doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. And you throw out what doesn't belong. You have a bag for, for DI or for goodwill and you throw it in there. That's, that is that beautiful chewable chunk you get done and you do feel that sense of satisfaction. Now you Mm -hmm. take that principle and you apply that to these eight areas of your life. And that's why this, the book is so great. Okay. I have to say that because I can say that because it's been an amalgamation of all these people over the years of back and forth synergy learning and, and helping one another figure these things out. And it's Mm -hmm. really reading one chapter, setting one goal. Review it and reward it. It is that simple. So you take any area of your life, finances, fitness, organization, and you say, I am going to do the one goal this week. Just one. That is a chewable chunk. And every time Mm -hmm. I see this to women, they roll their eyes and go, well, I can do more than one goal a week. And I'm like, of course you can for about two weeks. That's the problem. You know, and then (laughs) then the two week bomb hits and then they're dying and they're reaching for the Twinkies. That's what's the problem is we just, we want it now. We want that 10 pounds off now or that 20 pounds Mm -hmm. off in two weeks. And that's why we go for gimmicks. But it's this one goal a week steady, chewable chunk. That's the thing that's going to get you where you want to go. You can do these immediate things, but you'll be right back where you started. You know what I realized? The discipline that's required to do this may not be what you expect. When we were cleaning out the junk room, I started to get off and look at some other piles. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, distraction. I can take this on too. Yes. And Vicki, bless her heart. She was just like, no. Yes. We're not doing that today. Yes. And she pulled me right back in, got me back on focus. Sometimes the discipline is not to do more. No. It's to do less and to yes. be more focused on what it is that you're doing. Absolutely. And be more present. You know, I find that with women talking to me about not feeling joy in their daily life. Mm. And I think that's a big key to feeling joy is that being present, being focused, not trying to multitask. You know, we were on the beach and I knew I wasn't going to work out. So my kids are in the water and this is Oregon. It's freezing, but they are freezing in the water. And I say, go to it, but I'm not coming in, but I'm standing watching them. So I start doing my little lunges on the beach, you know, and I'm doing my little lunges and it was great. My, in fact, at one point my family whistled and I turned around and, and the boys who've been down the way, they're doing their lunges, you know, just mocking me. But you know, and there's a time to do that. And I did that for 15 minutes. And then it's a time to let it go. I've seen women who multitask to where they're making themselves literally crazy because they're trying to do too much and they're not enjoying the moment. There's this one picture I saw in the slideshow that um, a gentleman was giving and he showed a woman at the park on her cell phone, pushing her daughter on the swing, but on her cell phone. And she texted at the park, you know, playing with my kids in the park. Oh, she posted on Facebook. And he's like, no, you're not. You're on your phone posting on Facebook at the park. And I thought there's a time for multitasking and there's a Mm -hmm. time to just be and be present. And you're entirely correct. That distraction Mm -hmm. is what keeps us from being able to get closure and what keeps us from that feeling of satisfaction in our lives. When we are present and we focus on, say, that 15 minutes or that half hour, and we really look into our kids' eyes or really read a book with them, and we're not thinking about the grocery list or what I need to do tomorrow, when we really are focused, it satiates us. It satiates that need mm. for connection and for joy and feeling of, of that simple pleasure. And when we do that, then we feel more at peace with our lives. But it's this constant, yes. not quite done, not quite done, that makes us feel fragmented. And, and looking toward the thing that you're not doing now. Yes, 
and that being present, I think that that applies to doing the dishes. Absolutely. Or shopping for your food. What if you could could really be present in those moments? Yes. Alexandra Stoddard, um, she wrote this book called Living a Beautiful Life. Well, she's written about 50 books, but wonderful. Mm -hmm. New York Times bestselling author, wonderful. In, In this book, she talks about that. When you go shopping, stop. Look Pick out a mango if you've never had a mango. Go mm-hmm. pick out some flowers for your bedroom or for your kitchen. Don't think, well, we can't afford that. Or whatever. Think, how can you do this? I remember my mom telling me she lived in Scotland and her mom loved flowers so much that one time they had to walk several miles instead of taking the bus because she used that money for flowers. But my mom remembered that. And the reason that came up mm. was because I told her how much I love to buy flowers every week for our house at the grocery store. I bring mm-hmm. them home. And she said, you got that from me and from your grandma mother. And it's funny how something as simple as flowers. So you have to walk a few miles. You just got your workout in, but you beautified Mm. your life. You know, that's what I'm talking about. We women just jam through life and men do it too. We we jam through life and we cross off the list. How many times have you looked through your briefcase or your purse and there's this to-do list from like three weeks ago and it means nothing to you now. What is going to mean nothing to you in three weeks, really? I mean, a lot of these things need to be done and that is true. But our focus does not need to be on the minutia. I, a, few, That's right. a couple of years ago, I remember at Barnes and Noble, I had this experience where I was walking. I had carved out this time to have to myself, which is so hard. I have six children, so that's so mm. hard. But I, had, I was walking out. I'd had an hour and a half to read, and I was walking out, and they had a thing over the loudspeaker, and it said, fresh, hot blueberry scones right out of the oven. And I was like, okay, I'm there. I'm there. And I don't even like scones, you know? So I go over, and I get this blueberry, and it was right out of the oven. It was lemon blueberry. It had the little crystal sugar on the top had a glass of milk with it. I mean, I'm driving home and I had to call my husband. It was so good. It just melted in my mouth. And it's funny to me because it was uh-huh. luscious. It was, it was in the moment. Three months yes. later, I went back and had another one. And what do you think? It wasn't the same. Because no. it's not that in the moment, live, enjoy. I just feel we miss the cream so much. And if mm-hmm. we just will take a minute during our day and say, I always tell my husband, what's my perk? What's your perk today? He's got a crazy Mm. busy day. What's your perk? Where are you going to go eat for lunch? Who are you going to call? What are you going to do just to enjoy? One, maybe five minutes out of his day. What is your perk today? Because that... That helps us to get through that minutia that is not our focus. It's, yes. it's got to be proactive, though. We've got to consciously choose it. Life is full of all kinds of mundane, routine yes. kinds of things that you just do because you do them. And, and you need to. They're, mm-hmm. they're necessary. A lot of them are. And, but intersperse it with those perks. Enjoy life. Yes. Life is to be enjoyed, not just endured. Yes, exactly. And that spontaneity, I know sometimes women get frustrated because generally the husbands are the most spontaneous. The woman has the plan. This is what we're doing for the evening and this is how we need to do it. We need to go and stop by here and then we need to go to Aunt you know, Mabel's mm-hmm. and go and bring this. And the husband chooses something different or he says, well, no, let's stop and get this instead and, and let's, get a, you know, let's get these roadside strawberries instead of going to the store and getting this nice, beautiful cake. And she's wigging out, you know, and that's the kind of thing that we can stop and sit back and go, okay. This is an adventure. This is something Just that's... Just un- go with yes. it. Yes. But it's hard because we've got so many things to do. You know? Well, we talk ourselves out of stuff too. Can I just share with you really quickly? Yes. On Father's Day, I had the most sublime experience. I got up... I, I always get up before the whole family and it was raining. Oh. You might remember that on Father's Day it was raining. Well, I had this almost uncontrollable urge to go wake up my daughter to go for a walk in the rain. <laughs> That's sweet. And I held off as long as I could 
just to let her sleep. And I, I have to do it. So I went and got her up. And we went outside in bare feet. We walked for probably close to a mile in the rain. We stopped at every puddle we could and just stomped and splashed in them. That is great. We were soaking wet by the time we came up. But you know what? We're both going to remember that forever. Yes. Because these are the things that make up your life. That's exactly right. Just just dig in. That's right. Show up. Have fun. Absolutely. Well, we're having fun. I hope you are too. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining me for the Live On Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit the website, drpaul.org, where you will be able to sign up for Empower, a quick, inspiring message that will be sent right to your inbox several times a month. Click on the blog link to share your comments and be part of the discussion. You can also pick up powerful information products and stay in touch with upcoming events all to assist you in creating and living a life that you love. Share Live On Purpose Radio with someone in your life today, and thanks for listening. I've got a great idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Imagine going for a walk and seeing a cute house on the side of the road. You pull out your camera to take a picture. When you get home and look at the picture, you realize that the house remarkably resembles the letter A. You decide to start taking pictures of other objects in nature and your surroundings that resemble other letters. Then you decide to line those pictures up and start spelling things. You spell your last name with a picture of a house, a fence, and a few other odd things you found. The collage looks fascinating, so you decide to frame it. Then people start asking you to do the same for them. If this is you, your names might be Jarrah and Brad Deal from Illinois. Jarrah and Brad's custom keepsakes can be specially ordered to match any word you like. The idea came to them while trying to inspire their 15-month-old girl to learn her letters. They launched createsticksandstones.com, which is now taking orders for interestingly framed photo letters all around the world. So how much is this idea worth so far? How about $10.5 million in annual sales and an endorsement from Oprah Winfrey with a few minutes in front of her live audience? Congratulations to Jarrah and Brad Deal for spelling out a great idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea. Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't bear it, so I guess I'll have to share it. And welcome back. Connie, we've got a lot more to talk about than we have time to talk about it. I know. <laughs> so I want to dig right in. We've, we've, 
I think establish the fact that that there is a life to live out there,、mm-hmm. and you don't have to just keep being pushed around by life or feel like you're not good enough, or that there's nothing you can do. So, some of our listeners may be feeling a little overwhelmed, a little stuck, a little like, "Oh, this mess—it's the cat and hat syndrome. Yeah,、exactly. This mess is so big and so deep and so tall, <laughs> we can't clean it up. There's no way at all." Well, there is a way. And all you have to do is start. So, where do we start, Connie? Help us out with that. Well, you can look at those eight areas, and if you're not sure, you know, I, to go list them: holy habits, create a life plan, joy in womanhood, balance in motherhood. There's just several of those things. You can think in your life right now: what is the thing that, if there was a magic fairy godmother that came along and poked me with her wand、mm. and could just take care of it, what one would it be? And you know, for women, it's going to be a lot of different things. That's right, your Harry Potter wand. I just wand, pulled out my、whatever. magic wand. <laughs> We're ready to roll. <laughs> Whichever that is, do some kind of awesome, so, some kind of awesome spell. But if if you had that, what would it be? And I know for myself, I, I get the top requested talks that I, that I am requested to speak on are are holy habits, which is getting spiritually grounded and being able to feel that peace,、mm-hmm. and then being able to feel balance in life as a woman, wife, as and mother, and then of course being fit and fabulous, meaning. Having energy because energy is everything. In fact, that movie Apollo thirteen, you know, they talk about. I remember at one point in there they say energy is everything, and、mm. he asks, "Well, how much energy we need? Do we need?" Remember, they're they're in the, at the moon and they need to get the energy to come back to Earth, and they don't have it. And、mm-hmm. he says something like enough to run a coffee maker. And so there's just not that much energy needed, but they've got to use it and apply it just right. And that's、mm-hmm. what I feel for women. They, they look at these areas of their life. Choose the one that's going to give you that momentum. It may be that you think you should get organized, but maybe that's not the one that you should start with. In the sense of what's going to be the thing that's going to motivate you, juice you, say, okay, I really can't wait to start on this. So let's say, for example, you start with balancing in, in motherhood. I know for balance, there's a lot of different things, but the first thing I would recommend for women is set appropriate boundaries. We get walked on, and women, we do it ourselves. We、mm. allow ourselves to be doormats, especially by our children. We we feel afraid to set boundaries. I don't. I do this. I see myself do it, and I think I'm a pretty spunky gal. But I see myself just doing a lot of things in the home when my kids are just playing, having fun, and I think, oh, good, they're having a childhood. Well,、mm-hmm. part of childhood is working too, and we just went through this yesterday again with our children. You look at your life and say, "What can I delegate?" You're doing everything, and that's why women feel like when someone says, "Oh, this is what something else you could be doing," then they start feeling like I can't take on one、There's、more thing. Not another thing because you're not delegating. Most likely, most likely, you're doing things they should be doing. I have a firm belief that with our children, we are raising future stellar adults, and they need that practice. I don't need more practice loading a dishwasher. You got it down. I have it down. It's、mm. it's pretty much ingrained there, but they do, and they need practice doing laundry. You know, I have children, little ones. They start folding their laundry.、Um, They start folding towels at three, and they look hideous. You can't even tell that they are folded. But they go in the closet. Who cares? And they are learning a skill, and they are proud as can be that they can do these towels. I have a six-year-old that she started at three, six now. Hers are flat as pancakes. Now it sounds like、mm. a little thing, but this is teaching her a life skill, and that she has a responsibility in the family.、Mm-hmm. So when you combine、mm-hmm. those, they learn all the way along. I have a responsibility to this family. What's my newest life skill? And that's the buzzword that we use. So set、mm-hmm. boundaries on your time and energy and ability, and then have them do those life skills. Set cleaning zones. I have that all laid out. Set cleaning zones. Set daily dues that they're to do, so that you're not taking care of those things: loading the dishwasher, sweeping the kitchen floor, those kinds of things that take your energy. I realized a couple of summers ago I was tidying 
up all day long. Finally got wise and said we're doing a five-minute pickup at night after dinner. So that after dinner, while everybody was still around, then everybody Mm -hmm. did a pickup. And so Mm -hmm. I'm not going constantly doing that. It's little things like that, setting those healthy boundaries that teach them, oh, I'm responsible. And they will... It will take a little time to set that, what I call the new norm, but they will let you mm-hmm. do for them as mm-hmm. long as you do for them. So, Oh, sure. That's easier. It is. And, and they don't realize that's what they're doing. It's not malicious. That's, they're just content to have you do it. But they don't realize there's a hidden cost that one day mom's going to break down and she's going to be in bed for a week because she can't get out. And so we have to teach our family. You may feel like you're dancing and singing it and expressing it, but you have to show it. And that's what women have a yes. hard time with putting the line in the sand and saying, no, you are not going to your friends until this zone is done. I love you. And you can be in a huff all day if you want. That's totally your, your choice, but this still needs to be done. I love you. You're mm-hmm. part of this family. So setting those boundaries. And you know what, Connie, that's hard to do. It is. It's, it's work. You know what? As a mom, you're going to be working either, either way. way. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's the difference between hard work and smart work. That's right. It's going to be work, and and some moms will resist it. You know what? They're so much better at cleaning than their kids are. And this is another thing. Do we really want to teach our kids the same neurotic beliefs that we have? Exactly. That it's not good enough? That somebody else has to come in here and fix this after you? Let it be good enough. The crumpled towels in the closet. That's right. Great example. You know what? That's good enough. And if you're a three-year-old, that's... That's what they can do. Let that be good enough. Yes. And teach them that what they can do is good enough. That is, and that's perfect. And not go back and redo it for them. I love that mm-hmm. because then they get to see the progress. I think sometimes as women, we get a little impatient that way. We want this to be the family we envision right now because we can see five steps right. down the road. And with women, it is a patience game, but it's not patience without setting the boundary. If you're just, mm-hmm. if you're not setting a boundary, then you're just being a martyr. So it's setting right. that boundary continuing to reinforce that and then following up with that patience and love. When we Mm -hmm. put our energy towards that, we really do yield results. And I see it in my kids now. They're 18, 15, 13, 11, almost 12. And I see them, they're doing zones right now. Well, supposedly while I'm gone. But you know, yeah, they're, they're thinking about it, but they're doing their zones. And I know when I go home, they know exactly what's been required and they feel a sense of completion and achievement when I can Mm -hmm. say, Oh my gosh, great job. Way to go, everybody. That's fantastic. What a team. They can Mm -hmm. get that sense of, and this transfers right into their future jobs, into their future homes. So from a practical standpoint, we're talking about balance. We're talking about Mm -hmm. setting some limits. And any of us could go home today Mm -hmm. and find a limit that we could set. Absolutely. Look around and say, what is the thing is driving me the craziest? Is it the kids and their chores? Is it that they're not Mm -hmm. respecting me and respecting what I do as a mother? Is it that my husband is not understanding what I need as far as personal time for me? Maybe you need a half an hour and you need to take that and set that boundary and take a half an hour a day. Those Mm -hmm. are all appropriate boundaries. And those are things that you need to decide which one do I start with and how do I how do I enforce it? I'm trying to think of a better word than enforce it, but make sure that this is the thing I put my energy towards. And that's why I talk about one goal a week. Mm -hmm. Don't try to set a thousand boundaries, set one, one key boundary. And that will start to domino effect because they will see see that you're serious. And -hmm. when they can get that click, when they see that mama is serious about this, then they start to take it more seriously and they will respect you as much as you respect yourself. That's right. And the little piece at a time, I think, is the key. It's just yes. like me down in the junk room. Yes. And I'm getting distracted by this or that or this yes. or that. Or I want to do these other things as well. No. 
It's like Vicky pulling me back on task That's and saying, right. look, here's what we're doing now. And the other stuff can wait. That's right. Uh, so, so pick that one area, That's that right. one thing and, and apply your discipline. You already are perfectly disciplined to your current set of habits. Mm-hmm. So apply some of that great discipline you already have to the focus of this one area. That's right. And, okay. that, and the reward will be in, in and of itself. And if for some reason you have a struggle with setting those boundaries, Google articles about being your bold self, about being able to set mm-hmm. a healthy, you know, being able to say, this is a reasonable request. I need this to happen. Think in your mind ahead of time. What will be the obstacles? Mm-hmm. What is it that they're going to, how will their responses be? You know your kids. You know what responses mm-hmm. they're going to give you. Mm-hmm. Have something already in your, what I call your tool belt, so that when they start doing, you can just point and shoot. Say, no, nope, I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. You know, as soon as you're done, you're welcome to go on Facebook or whatever it is that your child is their thing. You can have that conversation and speak their lingo knowing ahead of time that you are prepared. And when you do that, Mm -hmm. that confidence will come through and you'll be able to make that change. That's right. I I had another thought as you were sharing that because this can still feel overwhelming if Mm. it's not what you're used to doing. True. You might want to listen to this podcast three or four times just to get yourself fired up and ready to go. (laughs) I can do this. I can do this. You might want to call Connie or Dr. Paul (laughs) and just do a little coaching session. We do Skype. (laughs) I mean, we can get to you. Let's get whatever support that you need to hold yourself accountable and make sure you don't leave a back door that you're going to slip out. Well, and stay motivated with it. And on on my website, I do basic back to basic tips so that women can understand Mm, how to use each of these eight areas. I blog um, two or three times a week so that you can get real life. And I use real life experiences from my life. Boy, this is what we had to do the other day. We had a family project and no one wanted to do it. And they were all being annoying about it. This Mm -hmm. is how we handled it. This is not the 11th commandment. This is not, this is how you should do it. It's, this is how one way you can work this information and stay on it so that it will yield the results. And you get to do it your way. Absolutely. Get the tips, get, get the resources, gather them together, fill up your tool belt. That's right. And then take out what makes the most sense to you and do it. Just right. do it. That's right. So you mentioned a website. I want people to just jot this down. And we'll put a link on the, on the blog too. Super. But it's eight, the number eight, mm-hmm. basics, eightbasics.com. That's right. And that's where they can get some of these tips, right? Absolutely. Your blog is there. And it's from, you know, balancing to fit and fabulous to financial tips to being connecting with your, your spouse, your children and healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. It's all those eight areas. It's tips that will help you to be able to put it in real time today and try something Mm -hmm. out. And we love to hear about your experiences because that's what women do best. I mean, we all do that, but women are so good in that sort of washing well kind of a community where you say, well, Mm -hmm. I tried this. Oh, you know what? I tried this. And then you combine those. You go, oh, I know what I want to do. And it makes that click for you. So and you kind of know what's going to work for you. Absolutely. And it resonates and you say, mm-hmm. yes, that's what I'm going to try. Right. Take on the one thing, you know, I was thinking also of, there's another very popular blog out there called the fly lady. Yeah. You're familiar with yes, the fly I am. lady. And her big thing is just shine your sink, polish your sink. That's right. Just do one Start thing. Start with that. If your house is a total mess, a total disaster, just pick the one thing. It's so true. When you chewable choose chunks. those chewable chunks, I know for myself, if the beds are made and the front entry is clean, you know, life is good. Life is really good. <laughs> That's good enough. Anybody could show up That's and you're right. good. That's and, right. And you say, come on in to this one room in the house that is decent. <laughs> and the kids are threatened to not go in there. That's, that's it. It's finding those chewable chunks and 
recognizing above all, you are like everybody else. Nobody has this down pat. No That's one. That's right. And even when you get Including to a point, you, Connie? absolutely, especially <laughs> me. And that's why I love to share this because I've had women come up to me and they say, I got done speaking and they come up to me and I'm dressed to the nines, you know, and I'm at this big conference and they say, you have it so together. How do you do? And I just start laughing and I say, follow me around for a day. It's not, this is not special people know how to do this at all. No, It is about taking one thing at a time and then building on that success and you feel it and you love it. And like I said, I'm an 80 percenter. I mean, you Mm -hmm. should see me right now. I am sitting, Dr. Paul doesn't even know this, but the zipper Mm -hmm. on the back of my dress broke on the way here. And so it is two thirds up my back and I've got a little jacket on, you know, this is being an 80 percenter. I was freaking out in the hall and I thought, you know, it is what it is and pull down my jacket and don't stand with my back to him. This is how it is. So when women come up and say that to me, I laugh. I usually have a run in my nylons. I've got Cheerios stuck to me somewhere. This is how it is. It's being an 80 percenter and saying, I feel good about these eight areas of my life. They're not perfect, but Mm -hmm. they're good and they're running pretty darn smoothly. And that's what gives you that joy is not the arrival it's the process and the learning how to do it because you're Mm -hmm. never going to have that perfection that moment where everything is all just together maybe for a second and then it goes back into that you know back and forth finding that balance so it's really joy in the journey it it absolutely is Connie. i want to make sure that we get people steered toward where you are and what you're doing Great. We mentioned the website, 8basics.com, and that's the number 8basics.com. So there's a lot of resources there. Talk for just a minute about your book before we wrap up today. Oh, so excited. We have a countdown to August 8th which is so great, eight areas, and it's 8-8 eight, eight that it's being released. Oh, and perfect. it's being released, and it will, it's already on pre-order at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, DesretBook.com. So it's available there, and then we're having a big launch party to celebrate on August 19th, and that will be at the Orem Deseret Book in Utah. And that's okay. the one up by the University Mall, so we can party there. And then I'll also be speaking at Education Week at Brigham Young University, and that's the 15th through the 19th of August. And this is 2011, folks, that's as a right. podcast. We're not sure who's listening when. That's right. Uh, But if you get this in time for those dates, that's August 2011, everything that Connie just mentioned, some neat things going on. Now, I don't think we got the title of the book. Faithful, Fit, and Fabulous. Faithful, Mm -hmm. Fit, and Fabulous. It's got a really, really long title, Get Back to Basics and Transform Your Life in Just Eight Weeks. But it says what it is. So we just call it Faithful, Fit, and Fabulous. So if you want Uh to know more, then you go to that subtitle. But it truly is about transforming the way that you look at your life. Truly, I can promise you, you will have more joy when you do these things. And and it's on uh, pre-sale right mm-hmm. now. Sorry, you're, pre-sale. You're pre-selling these, uh, gearing up for the August 8th That's right. release. So we will put a link on the blog for that too. Just go right back to liveonpurposeradio.com. We'll have a link that you can click right through to Amazon where that is for sale. Mm-hmm. Even before its release. That's right. And People folks, are already buying it. I can't believe they don't. I'm thinking, wow, this is just on pre-order. So and it's I got a little sneak peek at this. I uh, have been reading your book, and it's fabulous. There's some neat things there, some very practical advice. People, you don't have to stay stuck. Yes. And that is the bottom line. There is so much waiting for you in life. Yes. Go grab hold of it. And you don't have to do it all, just those chewable chunks. That's right. Tony, you get the last word. Chewable chunk, one at a time. Enjoy the ride. Absolutely. Live on purpose, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. 